Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. On the face of it, AJ Styles' current lengthy reign with the WWE Championship is something to celebrate. And then you remember they f***ed up so bad we ended up not really caring about AJ Styles versus Shinsuke bloody Nakamura. AJ is trying his best with what he's given, but the majority of his title reign has been a real kick in the He's in good company, though. I'm Alan Wilborn from What Culture, and these are 10 times brilliant wrestlers endured miserable title reigns. Number 10, Dean Ambrose, United States Champion. Dean Ambrose was far more over and relevant as part of a three-man unit than he ever was holding the US title. For just under an entire calendar year, Ambrose defended the title just four times on pay-per-view. Even Brock Lesnar would say, that's a bit lazy, mate. Ambrose amassed the longest reign under WWE's umbrella by defending it in inconclusive, tedious matches. And then, not defending it at all. The title suffered from red, white and blue balls. Number 9. Rob Van Dam, WWE Champion Question. Who's got two thumbs is called Adam and speaks French? Moi. Who's got two thumbs and totally f***ed up the biggest push of his career? This guy. If there's ever a time to not get high in your car and then exceed the speeding limit in said car, it's when you've just won the biggest prize in the industry as the figurehead of an emerging brand around which you've been built. Van Damme defended the title just once on pay-per-view and then lost both the WWE and ECW world titles across a 24-hour period between July 3rd and 4th once WWE caught wind of Van Damme's indiscretions. Number 8. Seth Rollins, WWE Champion He was portrayed prior to his ACL, MCL and medial meniscus injuries as the spoilt adopted child of stern parents Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. 
They favoured Rollins because, as heels, they gravitated towards heels, even though they disapproved of his heel antics. What? Aside from his brilliant SummerSlam match with Cena, his work with Randy Orton was forgettable WWE non-finish his match with Sting deeply regrettable, and his match with Brock Lesnar only slightly less notoriously phoned in than the Beast performance at WrestleMania 32. Don't tell him I said that. Number 7. Rey Mysterio, World Heavyweight Champion Right, time to be honest. He only won it in the first instance to honour slash cannibalise the memory of his deceased best friend, Eddie Guerrero. Admit it. Ray defeated Orton on the post-WrestleMania 22 SmackDown in what was the sole high point of his reign. Orton, previous to that, had claimed that Eddie was in hell. Lovely. Ray was framed as utterly out of his depth. He was defeated by Mark Henry in six minutes. He was defeated by the great Carly in four minutes. But these were big lads. Finlay wasn't a big lad, nor even a talent orbiting the main event. And he still defeated Ray in six minutes, likely because Vince couldn't buy the idea of a man of Ray's size winning matches. Size isn't everything! Number six. CM Punk, World Heavyweight Champion He first captured the gold, having cashed in the Money in the Bank briefcase at the expense of a beaten-down edge, using a chicken shit heel tactic in the guise of a babyface. Not the best start. Things gradually slipped further downhill, and at SummerSlam, JBL Skull crashed down on Punk's after a mistimed spinning back heel kick. Punk cut open the hard way, locked a fighter, and the fans had responded to his stellar selling throughout. Then management responded less favourably and removed the title from Punk at Unforgiven before the scramble match even took place. Thanks, Mike Adam Lee. Punk grabbed the brass ring and WWE beat him backstage with it. Number 5. Shawn Michaels, Intercontinental Champion 1993 wasn't exactly a great year for the heartbreak kid. He piled on the mass in a counterproductive attempt to operate within the old paradigm, and methodical sexy boy was not a pretty sight. A bit like Jules. So he lost the title, as he often did, without actually losing it. He was stripped having popped for roids, an accusation he flatly denies to this day. Number 4. Chris Jericho, World Heavyweight Champion. Very uh, strange and a bit sad. No, I'm not talking about my last intimate experience. I'm talking about this. The big gold belt was welded onto the superb Shawn Michaels versus Chris Jericho program as a storyline means of prolonging it. And this materialized in a stunning lad about at no mercy. And then... Chris Jericho retained the title, only to lose it to Batista, only to win it back again on Raw in a steel cage match to initiate a second, short, worthless reign. Jericho's all-round work was excellent in 2008, and it's sobering to think how relatively few seem to care. It could be worse, I suppose. You could be... Number 3. Chris Jericho, Undisputed Champion no effort whatsoever was made to portray Jericho as even halfway credible. Jericho captured the newly created undisputed title by lastly defeating Steve Austin with the assistance of Booker T, whom he never credited on any of the 3,367 occasions on which he bragged about defeating Austin and The Rock on the same night. At Royal Rumble 2002, Jericho again defeated The Rock. The match was electric, but Jericho was short-circuited by a 
layout that saw him rely on Christian, Lance Storm and bloody Nick Patrick to retain. Hence why there was so little dramatic heft to his loss to Triple H at WrestleMania X8. Jericho won the title only to lose it to Triple H. Meh. Number 2. Sting, WCW World Heavyweight Champion Sting famously said, The only thing that's for sure about Sting is that nothing's for sure. And the only thing for sure about Hulk Hogan is that he was always going to invoke his creative control clause to the detriment of his brothers brother. So, he instructed Nick Patrick to count slower than it took him to lift his leg for the big boot, and that's your competition to the WWF, knackered. 18 months of excellent, restrained storytelling led us to this, where Crow Sting's first WCW World title reign was a retconned cluster f- and his second was deeply unmemorable. Number 1. Triple H, World Heavyweight Champion it's probably more accurate to say that we endured this miserable title reign. It's also not entirely accurate to refer to Triple H as a brilliant wrestler throughout this period. Triple H systematically decimated and or racially abused several emerging acts in a cast-iron conclusive display of pure ego. He eventually dropped it with the old Triple H special on a B-level pay-per-view a month removed from where he should have dropped it in order to politically depict Goldberg as a b level player, rendering all and sundry as bit players in graphically exposing matches. That is why they call him the game. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.